Hey, Nick. Hey, Bubba Weed. Hey, did you know this the song Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel? He, he was actually talking about his penis. What? The whole time? Yeah, it's, you know, he was talking about having sex. And and did you know that uh, the song Blinding Lights by The Weeknd was actually about driving under the influence? Under the influence? I figure driving because of the lights, but under the influence as well? And did you know that Weapon of Choice was actually about Dune? No, no. Now I know you're lying could be and uh, at lyrical innuendo we actually discuss these songs and more and decide if they are really about sex drugs or if they're just rock and roll and you can find the newest episodes on spotify and everything else at rabbitholepodcasts.com Welcome to Cinegamer, a podcast about intellectual property board games. I am your host, Jason Soto, from rabbitholepodcast.com. Joining me is my esteemed co-host, Toby. You gotta go that far. What's up, Toby? Oh, not a lot. Another month. We Another are the month. A month yes. of June. We're in the month of June. Yes, we are. Month of June. I'm excited. We are midway of the year. We're getting closer we are, to Gen Con. We are two months from Gen Con. I'm very excited. I cannot wait. Um, so thank you all for listening, for joining in. Uh, this is your first time here. Welcome. Where you been? Uh, yeah, we're on like an episode like 20 or something right now. What the hell? Come have some fun with us. Um. But this is a podcast about board games, but it's about board games that's based on intellectual properties, which just means it's based on like movies or TV shows, or in this case, an actual government service. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a minute. That I happen to work for. Uh, but before we get to all of that, uh, Jeff Bezos insists that I say this. He Dark came. Days. He came to my house, put a, holding my family hostage with his rocket. With his rockets. He's going to send them to space yeah. if I don't say this. So, all the shows that we do here at Rabbit Hole Podcast are sponsored by Audible. You can go to audiblechild.com slash rabbit hole pod and you try it absolutely free for 30 days. Uh, you can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast that you want. And after 30 days is up, you just pay $14.99 a month. To get access to more audiobooks, original shows, or podcasts, that is a steal, my friends. You can cancel this service for whatever. If you need to cancel for whatever reason, maybe Jeff Bezos has your family locked up in a closet. I don't know. But if you need to cancel, uh, you can. And anything that you've downloaded uh, is yours to keep for the rest of your life. So you don't lose if you're in the middle of listening to, I don't know, The Great Gatsby, which I know is kind of long. And you decide to cancel in the middle of it. You don't lose it. You get to listen to it for the rest of your life. So there you go. AudibleChild.com slash Rabbit Hole Pod. You, using that link, helps us out here at Rabbit Hole Podcast and says, you know what's awesome? Independent podcasts are awesome. Independent podcasts are cool. They are. 
Uh, if you also want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods. $3 a month gives you early access to every episode we do here at rabbit hole podcast. And there's all kinds of great bonus content to check out. Um, the money that we use for the Patreon goes to the network. I do not keep any of it. I use it to maintain the website. Uh, I pay for the domain. I pay for the Zoom account that we typically use to do shows. Any kind of maintenance. If I need to upgrade equipment. So I don't keep any of it. If you're like, fuck this Jason guy. I want to give him money. It's not going to me. It's going to the network. So it's going to a good cause. A lot of good people on this network. Uh, so patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods help us out and uh, you get cool stuff and you can tell by the way he dresses that he doesn't have the money I don't yeah I don't I I have holes in my shirts as we speaks uh, okay that's it for the ads um, before we get to our topic at hand we skipped this last month so I want to do it again let's do a new segment because there's like a lot of cool stuff coming out uh, I'm gonna save the big announcement for last because it's the one that Everyone's freaking out about. I can't wait. Um, Clank Two uh, Legacy, Clank Legacy Two is coming out. It is currently on Kickstarter. Um, well, I think six more days or something. Six like more days. So this is going to end on May twenty sixth. But there is always a uh, late pledge thing you can do. So if you're listening to this in June, um, you can always go to Kickstarter, look up Clank Legacy Two. And you can always still get in at the end, so it's fine. Uh, but I loved the first Clank Legacy. The, the first Clank was fantastic. Just a wonderful story. The it was written so well. Um, I mean, the, uh, usually you're playing these, these legacies, and there's typos and all kinds of stuff. And I don't remember seeing any kind of errors. And I it was. It was smooth. It was like smooth. the whole gameplay, there was no hiccups. Well, there was one minor hiccup, but it was like a very minor. I just now remembered it. It was at the so the, the the legacy aspect of it is you are putting stickers on the board. There was one part I was we were kind of confused about where to put a certain sticker, but that was it. That's the only like hiccup I remember. Was it like toward the bottom of the board, like to the, to the like right think... in in like the mountain area or something? I think I think I know what you're talking about. I think it was, and it was a little bit later, deep into it. Yeah, I, I think I because it was like it, it wasn't about. very super clear about where to put this sticker. That's yeah. the only thing I remember. But other than that, everything was cool. Yeah. Um, Great minis. There was like interesting paths you can take. Yeah. Uh, the story was funny. I mean, story was humorous. Was, story was, was very humorous. I, I had a, I had a um, chuckle or two. And they did such a great job with, like, I mean, Clank in itself was already a good game. It was already a good game. This just made it even more so. And I, I, I enjoyed it so much that we, I played it through once with my sister and her family, and I ended up buying a second copy so I could play it with my wife and her family. Nice. Um. I probably could play it again. And, and actually, remember. the second time I played it, I just DM'd it. Oh, that's I, a good idea. I just read all the all the and let I let them play it. You read the book, and, and I stuff. read the book, DM'd it. It's, that's it's a, it's like, that's a like good that. idea, actually. That way, I mean, I already knew what was going to happen. Um, but yeah, it was such a fun time. Um, that uh, I'm glad they're doing a sequel. 
Um, looks like they're pimping it out a little bit. With, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so they have to. I saw there were like some metal cubes, maybe, so they actually clank. <laughs> yes. I think I think that's, that's clever that, that they, if they do that. And um, is it all new characters? I don't recognize it. Defiant, the haunted, the ambitious, the vengeful. Okay. Boss yeah, battles. Boss battle. Oh, ooh, boss oh, battles. Ruthless bull or yeah, bullying, dangerous lies. Okay, yeah. so different bosses. Okay. Uh pretty cool. They had to upgrade the dragon mini. Fergus. Mm-hmm. Uh Scoundrel, Hex Corp, Cavities. <laughs> Cavities. Oh my goodness. Uh cooperative scenarios. Interest that's interesting. Hmm. Usually, huh. Clank, if you're not familiar, is kind of a very much a competitive game. You're and trying to be cutthroat. You're trying to race into a dungeon, grab all the loot you can, and get out before everyone else does. My wife is still pissed off at me for the, the first time we played because I, I went down. I, I took a lot of damage, and I went down and I grabbed some an, enough treasure, and I got I got out of dodge. <laughs> and thus ending the game, you know, or not ending the game exactly, you know, right that moment, but it started that countdown. Yeah, yeah. And oh, she was so upset uh, at me. Yeah, I'm sure. She, I mean, if I brought it up, she would probably <laughs> still say she hates me. Let's go get her. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I'm, kidding. Hey. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, you're right. There is a uh, there is metal cubes, <laughs> uh, and they are colored. And, okay, good. they are different colors. That and is awesome. Actual coins. That's interesting. Actual metal coins. And there's going to be a digital version or a digital app? Oh. I would wonder if they'll read the story to you. That would be neat. That would be cool. So, yeah. So, go check. Um, well, it, does, it does slow it down a little bit because there's so much text there sometimes. Is. And you got to look through, um, you know, find all all the right stickers and stuff like that. So, it does slow it down a little bit Yeah, when you play without a DM like we did the second time. Now, what I don't know, and I don't know if it says somewhere, if you have to have played the first one. Oh, I doubt it. Um, I, I doubt if you're going to have to. Welcome back. It might be a continuing story. Think you've got what it takes. Uh, success. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you do. I think you can. I mean, it's, it's all new characters that you're playing with. Yeah. So I so would think that, that you would not have to. So if you missed the first one, you can get the second one, and it'll be just just the same. And it doesn't seem that you would have to have played the first one. Uh, so that's cool. Looking forward to that. Uh, the next one. Yes, very You much. mentioned this. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I talked about on Tuesday. Um, there's a game that uh, has been out for a few years now. A, a while. Years Probably 2020. No. No. Because we were at your old house when we were playing this. Oh, know, that's true. Maybe it was 19 or something. 19's probably more right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the game, the base original game is called Detective City of Angels. Uh, and then almost every other two years, it seems like, they release expansions, essentially. there. I've got two big boxes and then that standalone Cloak and Dagger one. So and um, that's three expansions. It's a it's a it's a it's a mystery game. You're trying to solve different murders. It's mostly been murders, I think. Yeah, I think one was a kidnapping, but that might have been that. I, I can't remember. Uh, but mostly murders, and it's set in like 1940s yeah, Los like, Angeles. That, that noir. And uh, it has all the. There's even like in the back of the rule book is a glossary of words from that time. <laughs> yes. The, oh, those. That was. <laughs> that funny. was a great. Two thousand add on. Yeah. That was a great add on to that. 
Uh, anyway, so it's from Van Ryder Games. They have a they have it on GameFound right now. There's 13 days left, which I've already backed. Um, I've already paid for it. Actually. And this is basically like it looks like it's a big box. They have well, you can box. get the big box. Yeah, you can get everything um, as well if you haven't got. It was 200 bucks. It. it was 200 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big box, and it's probably all the expansions as well. Oh. Plus, they have an art book that you can buy, New which their art their art is fantastic. Um, I love the the, the art. Artwork. Yeah, it looks really great. The artwork is fantastic, and the the board is cool because it's just the city. It's city like Los of LA. Angeles, and you're just moving to these different parts of LA. Um, there's the clues on top of the board. There's a, there's books. Um, that you read from, and you're trying to just solve this mystery. And there's, and they give you little clues, um, uh, you know, about like what each thing does. There's a lot of red herrings, a lot of red herrings. Yeah. Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of deduction. To, you have to try to just like solve this mystery, and if well, you solve it, yeah. Plus, you can play it cooperative, or you can play it competitive, where you yeah. have the um, chisel. Chisel. Thank you. Now, duly noted, we've only played this cooperative, right? Um, it seems like though, a lot of people play it with the chisel. I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, I I like it. I like it as a cooperative game. I love working together to try to solve the the mystery. But anyway, this is a fun game. I just wanted to mention it because uh, it they got it on Game Found. I know it's like it's the whole damn thing is on here. So uh, highly recommend from both of us. Yes. one of our favorite games. Big big high big uh, recommendation yeah. for me. Definitely. I think it's fantastic. It is definitely a fun game. So go check that out on Game 5. Dan Ryder does a really good job with their games. Now this I wanted to bring mention to you because you have the base game. Right, row. They have a expansion oh, coming yes. out first. Um, uh, Scarface 1920, which you just got. Then you just get that like a month ago. Uh, it's been maybe two months. And now like they that. already have a, an Mildy expansion. Miniature. <laughs> uh, up on Game Found. They didn't even take them that long oh this is launching on june 21st so when you listen to this you can go back this um yeah so it's a uh it's, it's just a uh expansion mm-hmm. um big expansion three years after prohibition al capone and other gang leaders have multiplied their power now i'm gonna say i've not played this toby has so this is more for him i'm telling him more for him than for me um but this is uh th- from what it looks like it looks really cool you're playing has like uh Chicago uh 1920 era gangsters mobsters and you, you i guess you're Capone trying to control Rothstein or... hey i know especially if you watch Boardwalk Empire i know this layout then you can you, um you know it you know the characters but uh just very 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 quickly how does this gameplay <clears throat> um Oh my goodness! It's like deck builder, tableau. Uh, you, you keep it up on your tableau, tableau building. There is there are so many different types of, uh, uh, like like that. It's like board uh, area control. Mm-hmm. There is so much going on in this game, and the artwork is fantastic. the The miniatures are great because every Every faction has different miniatures. They have different buildings. They have different cars. They have different. There are other thugs and hoods are different miniature types, and they just went in. They they just put so much thought into this game, and I, I believe this was their first game. As, oh, really? As well. Oh, that's I mean, cool. I mean, they knocked it out of the park. 
Now, there were uh, a couple uh, issues that we had when we played mm-hmm. um, where we, we had to go back to the rule book several wow. times. Um, but it, it it's a really, really good game. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so, yeah, this it's just a full-fledged expansion. It's called uh, Bloody Business. Also, I must say that anything about Prohibition, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm into it. I, I, okay. I love that, that history of Prohibition. All right, well, yeah, it's now you know, Toby. So there you go. Yeah, I saw it the other day that it was it was coming. All right, well, it's gonna it's gonna get released in June. Yeah, it will be mine. So. Oh yes, it will be mine. Uh, speaking of coming out, uh, people are gonna be excited for this. They are re-releasing Firefly the Game, the tenth anniversary collector's edition, with everything and the kitchen sink thrown <laughs> in, I believe, and it's all shiny, Captain. Yep. 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 Uh, I don't know if I'm going to back this or not. I've got the original uh, first edition, and okay. I mean, I I never get it to the table, and right. I, I never bought any of the expansions or anything like that. It's a very good game. You would like it, uh, yeah, Jason. I've not played it just because you love Outer Rim. Okay. This is Outer Rim, but in Firefly. Oh shit! Okay, because that's how it's played. It's pickup and delivery. Oh, and it plays exactly like like Outer Rim, essentially. So Outer Rim kind of stole from this. Hey, thanks. so uh, um, well, Fancy Flight did. Yeah, that's, that's right. But, but yeah, it does. It, it's it, this. This is Outer. This is Star Wars Outer Rim, as in Firefly. Um, so I'm gonna just go ahead and confess, and then everyone can boo me of not seeing the show. Season, watch it. Um. So I've not, I've not, I've not gravitated towards any board game version of it. But then I kind of want to test like a theory I always have because I always play games of IPs that I do know. I hardly ever play any IP games that I don't know. You change that. So I wouldn't mind trying this first before I watch the show to see the understanding of it. Mm-hmm. To see, you know, because like I always tell people, like Doctor Who, Time of the Daleks. I always try to play that with as many people as I can because I love that game. But people are like, oh, I've never seen Doctor Who. It's like, you don't need to see Doctor Who. Like, you're going to miss the references. You're going to miss the pictures. Of course, it does help to know the information. But you don't have to have right. seen the show. You just play the game and you're fine. Uh, but I am down to try it. Um, but, yeah. Well, like I said, I've got the, the, the I've got, I've got the first edition. Okay. Over there, and this is just a preview, so I don't have a lot of information on here. It's from Gale Force Nine. They have uh, oh. a ton of expansions that they came out okay. with, and uh, from my understanding, everything is in that box. All, yeah. all the expansions. They're very because I mean, I have seen people set up the entire game <laughs> with all the expansions, and it's just massive. Jesus Christ. You know, it's like, you know that that white table that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. I... It'll take up that whole table. <laughs> it will. You have to have... Because they came out with um, some... I don't know if Etsy did it or who, or who but you, there's these stackable uh, card holders. Oh. And these are almost essential, because there are so many cards that's in this game, you have to make room. For so, if you have these stackable holders, uh-huh. it is it clears up some room so you can put more boards. So and you, so you kind of need this stuff, okay. yeah, because it, it's it is it's massive. You're gonna play everything. It's just gonna take up. It's it's a it's a table hog. Okay, big time. I will. I'm down to try it sometime. Absolutely. So, 
Um, okay, before I get to the real big news, uh, when I was looking through GameFound stuff, I just thought this was funny. Uh, Barbie Cubes. It's a, it's a dice game where you're at a barbecue. Um, and the dice have like, I have not seen this. Has, uh, has like a steak on it, a sausage, a chicken, an onion, uh, and like a barbecue sauce on it. And you're, it's just like a dice rolling game. Uh, you're just putting them on this mat that's a barbecue grill. Um, and Our, the artwork's cute. The artwork is very, it's very much a family weight game. I just thought it was funny when mm-hmm. I saw it. Um, when three or more dice are on a sack of coal image on the game board, an order burns. But if any time during the game players burn three orders, the game is over and everyone loses. Oh no, you did a party foul, you burned all the food. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to point this out. I thought it was funny. It's yeah, called, it's called, it's called Barbecubes. And, I don't get it. Uh, I think it, uh, still, yeah, still a preview. I don't know when this gets lost. That's Game Found? It's from, it's on Game Found. Yeah. So, I don't know, just, just oh. go check Game Found. I don't have a date. They don't have a date on here. Um, late 2023, that's all it says. Mm. So, that's interesting. All right, let's get it over with. We talked about this, Toby, you and I. I don't remember. Fantasy Flight. Oh, Star Wars Unlimited, okay. Has has decided. Uh, we have the Star Wars IP as we, we talked about in the last everything episode. With it. As we talked in the last episode, um, we're gonna make a trading card game. Um, in the likes of like Magic or Pokemon or whatever. Like we need another one. Uh, yeah, everyone's pissed off about this. Um, cause they were just like, can't you just make this, can't you just make the card game? I've not played the card game. I'm just going to stress. I, I wasn't a fan of the card game, but then I don't like those like living card games. Fair. Anyway. Uh, it is a money sink. Let me tell you. And, um, yeah, but I watched a little bit of a video from fantasy flight, like about a month ago when they were like announcing it. Um, because they, they did that whole preview thing they always do. It's like, we're going to make an announcement of an announcement. Here's the announcement <laughs> of the announcement. And then it's, okay, now we're going to have an announcement. And then it's going to come out later in June or something. Uh, so basically, it's basically if you've played like Magic or Pokemon or whatever, it plays the exact same way. Um, the only thing that they swear, they swear, you guys, is... You don't have to go like hunting for like cards, even though they call it a trading card game. It's not going to be like you have to buy packs like every two weeks or some shit like that. That mm. they say they're trying to keep it contained, and it's it's like you know you have to buy the main box, and then there might be a couple expansions to it, but you don't have to go like rooting for like a Golden Glove Vader or something. That's what they say. Hmm. Now, Fantasy Flight, they have dollar signs over their eyes all the time. So mm-hmm. if this does well enough, you know they're going to retract all of that. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to put out, like, packs of five cards every 15 minutes. So um, I had no interest in this. I just I, wanted to talk about no, it. Yeah, I just I wanted, wanted to talk no about it because uh, it is an IP and it's Star Wars. We just did a Star Wars episode. Yeah. But I have zero interest in this. If someone wants to play with me, like they bought all the stuff, I will do that. But I'm not gonna buy any of this. I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, this, this I, doesn't. I have zero interest. I'm I'm already exhausted. I have Arkham Horror, the living card game. I'm I'm exhausted, you guys. So if, if they would do like a Star Wars Legacy, I'd be down. With that, that would be amazing. 
I think um, that's a good idea to do that. So your opinion, Toby, people are hating on the artwork. What's your thought on the artwork? Do you need to, by all means? Um, no, it's all right. I don't, I don't have an issue with it. It's just a different type of artwork. You know, it's not realistic, but it's, and it's, it's more, I, I don't want to say cartoon. It's more a comic book. Yeah. I would say if you, if you look back at the, like the comics, from like the seventies, you know, when star Wars had a comic book, which yeah. I wish I still had that. Uh, cause I had, I had like the first few copies of, of the very first editions of okay, them, okay. but I have no idea what happened to them, but it, it, that's what it kind of reminds me of that, right. that artwork. And I don't have a problem with it. I like, I think it's I, okay. I, I like the artwork. It's okay. I, I don't, I mean, I, can't, I don't like trading card games. I never got into magic or Pokemon or any of those Yu-Gi-Oh or any of those. It just doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. And again, like the, I had a couple late, uh, um, the living card games. Yeah. Yeah. I had a game of Thrones living card game and I had the Lord of Rings living uh, card, card game, game yeah. and I had a Star Wars one. Okay, I sold each one of them because I just didn't, didn't like them. I didn't That's like them. I I can see that because like I have the Arkham one, obviously, as I said, and it does get exhausting. Um, that one seemed to play a little different it played, than, than the other ones. It played. It's a lot of fun to play, but it's a lot to keep up with. Yeah, because there's always these expansions. They added new investigators. They added new different types of cards you can buy. It get it, it can give you a lot. So. Yeah, it's a no for me, but it, it, you know what? If you're into it, people listening, hey, more power to you. Please, what the hell do I know? I don't Please know have fun. I'm oh just, yeah, you're... I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah, have fun with it if you enjoy that. All right, that is it for the news segment. That was fun. Uh, let's get into our main topic for today. So, when I was planning for the June episode, um, I only wanted to do the game we're talking about last. And then Toby said that might not be very long. And I looked at your collection and I'm like, I need like an IP racing game. Like what's an IP racing game? And this was the first one I saw. And I'm like, you know what? This is funny because we're going to be talking about the United States Postal Service, the great American mail race. (laughs) That came out in 2022, last year. Yeah. Last year's Gen Con. I actually last remember. Gen Con. They had a mail truck they inside the- They had an LLV inside <laughs> the building. Yes. Um, And of all things to get an IP, it had to be the fucking post office. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Yeah, I, I was surprised when I, I heard about it as well. Um. But yeah, I've I've not played this one, so I wanted to talk about it just for a little bit. Um, so it's by Big uh, Potato, Potato uh, Games, uh, which is surprising because normally they do like party games. That's like their forte. They do they do like uh, Scrawl and they do Snakes and they do the Chameleon, and you don't know any of these because they're all party games. Yeah, you don't I, do party I, games. I have no idea. Um, but then I noticed they did start to kind of branch out into these kind of games. Mm-hmm. They have a kind of a choose your own adventure game i already forget what it's called um i could find out in a second here um but uh they are kind of starting to branch a little bit into like you know the standard two to four player um style of game oh yeah they did blockbuster too they did oh they did blockbuster yeah i mean a lot of these are fun um 
Chameleon's pretty cool. Uh, what the hell is it called? Um, um, oh my god. I don't know any of these <laughs> games. Uh, oh, the Mr. Lister's Quiz Shootout is a lot of fun, yeah, too. Blockbuster's the only one I uh, know. What the heck is it? It was like Adventure or something. I can't find it. Why can't I find it? Rolling Stones. What's next? Yeah. It's called What's Next. So it's like an adventure game um, with like a choose-your-own-adventure style uh, to it. Uh, but it's also believe it also be kind of light. It's for family. They they still stick with the family weight games. Um, it looks very Seventh Continent-y, if you know what Seventh Continent is, people. Because um, the story's on these cards, and then it tells you what cards to go to to advance the story. Kind of like Tainted Grail. Tainted Grail, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it looks really cool. I always wanted. To, I kind of wanted to Excuse pick me. it up, but I just never got to it. Um, but anyway, yes, we're talking about the USPS Grail <laughs> <laughs> male race game. Um, okay, so in this, you are um, postal carriers. You're, you're male, male people, male men, male women. And you're just delivering letters across the country. Mm-hmm. But here's, here's the twist that I didn't even know about. It's the United States of America, but the city names are not the actual city <laughs> names. Uh, they have names like duh. like a duh, no dull dull uh, dull, and uh, it looked like it was in Indiana. <laughs> Free soil booger hole booger hole. Um, I think that was West Virginia area. Uh, okay, Oklahoma. Uh, Ding Dong, Texas. <laughs> um, uh, was it a chicken? Was that Alaska? A chicken, Alaska bean station. Why yeah, not? Some crazy. There's names. a lot of. Really wild ass uh, name. Maybe they couldn't get the rights to put the real names on there. Yeah, we couldn't get the rights to <laughs> couldn't get the rights to Houston, Texas. <laughs> so um, we're called a ding dong, ding dong. Um, so you're going across the country. You're delivering uh, various things. You're delivering letters uh, and parcels and fragile parcels. Um, and then you also you also pick up uh, postcards. And then, uh, by far, I think what the coolest thing was, uh, your score pad is this little strip of paper that has circular things on it, and then icons. Uh, uh, icons. And then uh, each time you deliver like a letter, you stamp it with an actual stamper that's shaped like a mailbox. That's shaped like a mailbox. I think that is a cool addition. Yeah, that was that was very awesome that they did that. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to deliver uh, so many letters, so many parcels, uh, pick up so many postcards. Uh, and then you also want to deliver in different regions of the country. And then there's bonuses for, like, if you deliver it on the same day, if you deliver it to your hometown. They're fragile. Uh, and if you deliver some fragile packages, which in our game, the fragile is hard to find. Yeah, they, they didn't come <laughs> up. It just depends on how you shuffle the cards. Yeah, that's cards. true. So the packages come yeah, it's in all random. So there's like four decks of cards that represent the four different uh, four different regions, and uh, there's these cubes that are placed in uh, different parts of the uh, country. You pick up the cubes, and then the cubes are affiliated to a different part of the country. And if you deliver that cube to that part of the country, you get that card, which could represent the letter or the post or the parcel or the fragile parcel. 
And um, how you're moving, when you started to explain this to me, I was getting Ticket to Ride vibes. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it does definitely have that. Because mm-hmm. uh, you have that array of cards. You have three cards that are face up, but then you have a deck. Mm-hmm. And then you can choose to uh, take either one of the face up cards, or you can blindly draw from the, the, the deck of cards. And when you start explaining all that, I'm like, this is ticket to ride for the post office. And it kind of is a little, a little bit. You're not mm. making routes. Yeah. You're not making routes. Yeah, you're just running the routes. But um, but I thought that was kind of a neat. And then um, you always have a bike. Because uh, you're delivering these letters through different methods of travel. Uh, your, your main way that you always have is through a bicycle, mm. uh, which you can use twice. And then uh, the cards you're picking up are just updated versions. Uh, so there was like um, the Pony Express. There was a Mule, uh, a hot air balloon. Um, my favorite's the rocket. There's, there's a rocket. There's a plane. <laughs> there's a seaplane. There's a mail jump where you're delivering through oh, like boats. Yeah, on a water and and the board is set up with different uh, terrain. Yeah. essentially so depending on what you play as your card so if you play the mule you got to move along the brown uh like dashed, dotted lines dash yeah. lines or if you move if you play with like uh play a seaplane or something on water you're going to move along the water round yes so uh that, that it was cool the way that that was set up yeah yeah and then um <clears throat> Uh, you're 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 just basically picking up these cues, delivering them to somewhere else, uh, and then you get points based on what you did on your little uh, stamp pad. Uh, however, I want to talk about a moment that pissed me off. <laughs> uh, you can steal other people's packages, which okay, you did explain, but I did forget because I was thinking there's no way, there's no way you should be able to get away with that. Because stealing mail is a federal offense. I know that very well. And an official United States Postal Service game should not encourage people <laughs> to be stealing letters and packages. <laughs> what the hell? And I wasn't. I was going to play a clean game, but then I saw no way to get a parcel. I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! Jason just got a parcel." I need to get that parcel so he I can get those it. extra points. Stole that from me. So I did it. You dick. God damn, I was so mad. That's ass to you, Seventeen. I was so mad because I was like I was like one space away too from the where you had to drop it off. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so this game can't be oddly mean. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, but that's really it. It's a very simple game it took us maybe 30 minutes maybe up to 45 minutes to play yeah, it i don't think we took it um because you have to go through a whole deck of cards yeah. there's there's three levels of cards so i mean you can slow it down if you want you know by not drawing yeah. cards or, or whatever i mean yeah, you, have, yeah. you have to have cards but i was trying to speed things up okay because i got to the point where i was comfortable with the amount You're of points insane. that i had so i just wanted to speed it up and get the game over yeah there was a part where with. There was a part where I was like, towards on the last round, I had nothing to do, because if you have a package in your car or whatever, LLB. you you lose you lose points, and I didn't want to lose points because I knew I was going to be able to deliver it in time. Right. So I was just like, I'm just going to move and pick up a card for no reason whatsoever, and uh, 
Yeah. Uh, okay. With that said, I enjoyed this game. I did too. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, it's got to be chaotic as hell with four players. I would think so too, and there would be a lot more stealing <laughs> with, four, with four people. I think that's probably would happen. I, I a really lot. think that would happen a lot. Uh, so I, I think I'm gonna go pick this up. It's at Target. I see it oh, at Target it? a lot. Okay. I see it at Target a lot. Um, I just didn't pull the trigger to buy it yet, but I think I'm going to now because that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you liked it. That was fun, and yeah, again, it's 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 very simple. It's very light. It's a very good family game. Yeah. Uh, if you want to punish your six year old for stealing a package. <laughs> Uh, it's not going to uh, teach you anything about the the, the post office. It's, no. Uh, so if you want to know anything about a post office, just just ask me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> email email the email the network. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I I enjoyed this. I I did too. And it's I a lot of fun. It. I highly recommend it. Uh, go check it out. The Great American Male Race by the United States Postal Service. I never thought I'd be reviewing a government service board game. <laughs> I can't wait for the Waterworks board game to come out. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, technically, uh, Power Grid, I guess, is technically... Power, well, Power Grid, I suppose, yeah. It could be the power company. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so like I said, that was, that was a quick one. Let's get to our main game. Uh, the As we're recording this, the latest in- installment, and I'm not saying last, because I know... You know it's not going to be the last one. Do- again, dollar signs it's over a, their it's eyes. A, it's a cash cow. <laughs> I'm sure it's already made like $80 billion and it just opened up. Uh, we were talking about the Fast and Furious movie. Uh, Fast 10 or Fast X, I really don't know what they're calling it, uh, is currently in theaters. And uh, I thought a fun thing to tie into it uh, would be to play the Fast and Furious Highway Heist game that Funko Games put out in 2021. Um. Yeah, and I remember hearing about this, and I was, and I thought, because I don't think anyone remembers the original movies, like the first couple movies, was just about racing. It was just street racing, mm-hmm. and then it turned into this like heist thing where they were like robbing people, and then and then it suddenly became into, and this will come into our review later, jumping cars into space. There's literally a, a movie where they're like in space and they drop a car from space. What? Yeah, it's it's weird. Okay. <laughs> I think even the people in the movie were like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, this is not about racing. This is not a racing game. Uh, you are literally trying to uh, hijack things uh, or stop tanks, or I think my favorite scenario: bring down a helicopter. <laughs> Yeah, so I enjoyed the semi heist one. I liked the semi. The semi that was that was good. That, that was cool. So this is by Funko Games, uh, Prospero Hall, who's like the kings and queens of like IP games by now. Um, designed this and made this, and uh, so there's three scenarios in the in the box. Um, they want they recommend that you start with the tank scenario. Um, because it is technically the easiest. Uh, you just have to... Um, what was it? Stop the tank? 
you yeah you have the the tank has x amount of hit points that's right and you have to mm-hmm. apply as much damage, damage to it as possible which isn't an easy thing it is not because you have to wreck suvs Bees. and the they have to and a tank has to hit these wrecked suvs thus doing damage to it so let me try to explain the board a little bit it's it's elongated board and uh there's these uh, rectangles that represent a space that each car is in, either your car, uh, an enemy SUV, or the main thing you're trying to attack, which in the first scenario was the, main the tank. Vehicle. Is the tank. And you're trying to get these uh, the SUVs uh, to collide with the tank so the tank loses hit points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fun thing is... Um, you can also, your character can jump out of your car, and you can jump onto these SUVs, you can jump onto the tank. Or onto his own car. Or onto your own car. Um, and you can, like, fight people that are on top of the SUVs. Sometimes the people on the SUVs jump onto your car, and you gotta fight them. Um, and there's no one driving these cars. That's what that's, gets me. There's so, no one driving the cars. <laughs> So you really need to throw like logic out when you play this game yeah. because there, there's literally a part where no one is driving certain cars and they're right. just going down this highway. How does the how does it keep keep going? You know, you have to have a you have to put pressure on a gas pedal in order for the vehicle to move. Just how I don't understand it. Just the just the mere the mere physics of all the vehicles around it is what's propelling yeah. your car. Yeah. <laughs> You just have to throw logic out the window when you're. You definitely do. Uh, so yeah, the tank one they say is the easiest. I think it's a little difficult, but we won it. it. Well, and also we played a standard version. We where you can you can set up the stunt deck. Yes, which is the time the the timeline the timer the timer of yeah. the, of the game. So depending on how many cards are in that deck is going to depend on how difficult. Right. The game was so we should have probably played the easy version, maybe. yeah. But we played the standard and we won, and we won. So, um, and we won by uh. So there's this other deck of cards, um, that are the stunt cards, like Toby said. And if you can pull off everything that it says on the card, <clears throat> you get a reward. Uh, and then um, if you get to the last card and you're able to pull that last card off, you win. You just flat out win the game. And that was how we won the first one. Um I didn't think we were gonna be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really hard. We we had a roll X amount of success. Yeah, that's right. Depending on the tank's three, health. Three plus the tank's health. And, and then, we got the tank down to two. And so what's cool is there's these uh boost uh tokens, like nitrous tokens or whatever. And you can use those to make successes. Hmm. So there's there's that symbol or also on the dice. And if you roll that and you have a token, you can spend it. And every every uh, uh, boost that you roll gives you a success, which can come in handy. Or another player can spend a boost token in give order you. to give the active player two extra dice to yes. roll, which that very that nice. saved our asses a lot. Yeah, that, that really <laughs> came in handy. Um. So yeah, so this is very much a dice chucking game. Uh, again, yeah, physics. What the fuck are physics? Uh, <laughs> just don't think about things too much, and uh, you're just trying to attack cars these, go uh, fast. attack these cars. And then like everything was funny is this is supposed to represent you going down a highway, 
but like it's everything's like frozen in time. So it's like you're you're spending three turns in this one little section of the highway. <laughs> and it's supposed to represent like 15 seconds or something. It's, and then, it's funny. And, and then at the end of the round, if you have a Rex, the Rex move backwards. backwards. So it actually makes you appear like you're going you're forward. moving. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. So there's the tank scenario. There's the cargo scenario. Okay. Uh, oh, they're just playing. Cats are playing. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a cat fight. Um. There's a cargo scenario where you're trying to uh, go to a semi-truck that is carrying all this cargo. And then you have to open up the back of the truck, which, by the way, comes with a truck uh, mini. Semi, yeah. And you can literally actually open the back of the truck. And I thought that was fucking cool. I, I thought it was really neat that they that they included. They didn't need to do that. They didn't, but they I'm did glad they did. They didn't need to do that. And I, that, it, was, it was nice. Uh, and then you have to steal the cargo out of You have to take turns uh, getting on the truck and passing the cargo off to uh, the next person. That was a fun scenario. That It'd was a really lot cool. easier with more people too. I think that one would be the one because you can pass the cargo to to uh, more. But we, the, it was difficult for us because we could only have two in each car. But the balancing is is they give you the cargo tokens per player, so it's still going to probably have the same amount of tokens. Yeah, you're probably. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, never mind. So it'll be probably the that's same. I've got about the. Uh, yeah, that's how they yeah. balance it out. Yeah, but it was still that one was a good one. I uh, but I'm sorry. My favorite, my favorite, favorite one <laughs> was the fucking helicopter one. <laughs> okay. And everyone to sit down. If you're not sitting down, you need to sit down because you got to check this shit out. And also we had Shaw that we had to, had to go against. Shaw is in this scenario. He's yeah. in a purple car and you have to, you have to defeat him. You have to defeat him and, and, and the, the helicopter. And, the and now you're thinking, okay, helicopter is in the air. How the hell are you going to break, <laughs> break this helicopter? You have to wreck a SUV and then drive into it and has use it as a ramp, which is then going to glide you into the air and then it's going to collide with the helicopter. Nothing happens to your car. You land perfectly on the ground and you do one damage to the helicopter, which you may think that sounds like very minimum. But again, they, they they scale it by per player. So for four motor blade. So for four players, it was only. Or I'm sorry, for two players, it was just four health. Um, but there's a lot of shit you got to set up in order to do it. Yeah. So that that took a lot of. Um, we really had to think it out. And we did, and that was what was good about this. That's game. That was interesting. We, we did have to strategize. What we were going to do. Okay, you go first. That way you can do this. Yeah. And then I can do this and, you know, whatever. This is probably sounding like a really goofy-ass game, but there's actually a lot of, like, strategy yeah, thinking yeah. you got to do. A lot more strategy. Um, yeah. You have to figure out, like, what would be best? Should I jump out of my car and take over this SUV? Or should I stay in my car? Because also what balances out, I thought, was you have a you have two boards. You have a character board and you have your car board. Mm -hmm. Car board, not card board. <laughs> you made a cardboard. You have a board that is your car. And uh, both of those, your character and the car, have special abilities. 
and also help you uh, roll a certain number of dice. If you put the two things together, yeah. you add them up and you roll that many dice. And all your information is right there on the boards too. It tells you how many dice you roll and things like that. Mm. So that that's that's nice to have that. And then if you use your card that you start off with, you're obviously rolling better. But then if you take over an enemy's SUV, your stats go down a bit. They're not as powerful. Yeah. So you said, but there might be times where it's like, I need to get out of my car. So I might not be able to use my car or use my car's ability or use my car's dice uh, to do what I need to do. But I also need to be in this SUV to do X, Y, Z. Especially the chopper one because we yes. had to get out and get on top and of the SUV out, yes. and swerve it into so there's Shaw. there's a lot of strategy to this game it sounds stupid it sounds silly like the movies very much like the, every time we kept doing something i was like yeah this is very much a fast and furious <laughs> it's just getting stupid like ridiculous and we played these in the order we talked about them. We did the tank one first, which was kind of like, yeah, it's a middle, you know, and eh. the, the cargo one was fun, but still felt more grounded in reality. And then you had the helicopter one where you use the fucking cards as ramps. And, and there was that card, the stunt card where you had to be on top of the car that was going off the ramp. And then not only are you doing damage for the car, but you're throwing a brick at the helicopter. I just happen to have a brick in my pocket. So I carry a brick around everywhere I go. Maybe you have a brick on a gas pedal propelling the vehicle. Down That's the what's causing the That's car. Is. That's car has a brick in it. That makes so much sense. I'm going to recommend this game. It is a lot of fun. Now, I'm going to say with the first time I played this, I was a little mildly disappointed because I just felt kind of enemy. But for some reason, when we did it today, it felt way more fun. Uh, I kind of like the playing the three scenarios back to back. They're not very long. No, we got th- we played three games in, in like two hours. Uh, I think less than that. Probably. Well, maybe I don't know. About about two hours. I, approximately, about approximately two hours. It went by pretty quick. It was it, was, it wasn't very long. It was this time. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. we're almost done. Uh, I had no idea myself. I still thought I was like nine something. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, I'm recommending this. What about you, Toby? What's your thoughts? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it, especially if you do like if you do like the movies, if you um, like some cool minis, and I mean, it's good, really good artwork as well. I think that's the reason that I bought the game. I've I've only seen. I must confess, I've only seen one Fast and Furious movie, and it was like the fifth one or something like that. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they all blend together. So, right. Whatever. I have, I myself, I have no interest in this genre whatsoever. Um, but I, I saw that it was coming out. I saw that, you know, it, things like this, if it, it interests me, mm-hmm. even though I'm not, I, I don't care about the movies or anything like this. The theme it, it it interests me, and I yeah. I I like to have all I, all kinds of different themes in my collection. So when I when I saw this and I saw they had the little minis of the <laughs> of the chopper and chopper. The, the semi, this, yeah, um, yeah, I had to have it. Uh, I I kind of wish that the the people the pegs oh yeah were actually people yeah and, you know that looked like it because it's just little flags. That you stick on top of the vehicles. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. wish they would have done something a little different with that. That's just me. I don't know what they would have done though. Well, something you, you that looks like on... a little person. 
You gotta put them on top of the car. You can't yeah, have a little person with a little know. pig in their foot. Maybe stuck in there. Maybe in the second edition. Yeah, when they... maybe. <laughs> well, so I mean, it's a very second edition. I I I enjoyed it more tonight when we played I all too. three. I, I did enjoy the game. Yeah, uh, it's not high up on my no you know, no no you know, list or anything like not not even close to being anywhere high on my list. But it, it was enjoyable. It was it was fun. These to are two very light, very much family weighted. A little, you probably be a little bit older for Fast and Furious. I'd say maybe teens. I don't know if a little kid can handle Fast and What's Furious. What's the age on that? Twelve plus. That sounds about right. Yeah, because I can't see like a six, seven year old trying to wrap their minds around. Well, around you know, they do that. Those ages because of the pieces as well. Though. Yeah, I guess that's true yeah. too. Um, there are some, but yeah, these pieces. are both. Both very family weight mm-hmm. games, very light. You can just kind of bust these out to kill like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's that. So that's going to do it for this episode. Next month, we got it planned. It is July next month. And July is usually blockbuster season for mm-hmm. the movies. And there's one guy... That we like to celebrate, who I th- I would say is the king of the blockbusters, at least back in the day. Not so much now, probably, but like back in the 80s, 70s, 80s, early 90s, he, like he put out a movie in the summer. He's the one that invented blockbusters, actually. He's the reason why we even have summer blockbusters. So we're going to celebrate the man, the myth, the legend, Steven Spielberg. And we're going to play some Spielberg games. What are those? You'll have to come back and find out. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode. Toby, thank you so much. My pleasure. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. For everything, for teaching the games and letting us record here and for keeping, for staying up to 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Fine, man. I'm okay with it. Thank that. you so much for being the co-host as well. I appreciate it. Like you. I said, it was a lot of fun. Uh, everyone out there listening, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you like what you hear, Go to rabbitholepodcast.com. You can go check out every other episode of Sin and Gamer that's out there. And while you're there, go check out every other podcast that's there as well. There's something for everybody. Movies, TV shows, books, music, um, everything. So go check that out over at rabbitholepodcast.com. Thank you to the Patreon members for making this show possible. And uh, until July, we will see you then. Take care, cats. Copyright 2023 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcast.com.